the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega. I got some things to talk about, and I mean, I'm going to change the subject a little bit, just a tad, because there are things I want to get off my chest, and I'll do it soon after we listen to the one and only Mr. Billy Sound Tigers, owned by the New York Island, decided to change their team name, their team logo, their team everything. So, what did they change it to? The Bridgeport Sound Tigers are no longer the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, as mentioned. They're now the Bridgeport Islanders. If you see the logo of the team, the new uniform look, it has a nice little B in it. A New York emblem, right where the star. I'm trying to be kind about this because you could see fans, loyal fans of this team and of the Islanders say, what the fuck are you thinking about? Really, what the fuck are you thinking about? What in the world are you thinking about? What was in your skull? Now, when I see shows like Two and a Half Men, the Bang Theory, by the way, the end of the show run last week. I always felt the producers and the creators of that show love people who have their brain off center. Left, right, up, down. Somebody here in the Islanders organization would please explain to me 
What were they thinking about with the logo? Seriously, you had a perfectly good name. It rang true. I had a few other names that I could have thought of that time. But Sound Tigers was catchy. It caught on. People loved it. But to rebrand yourself as the Islanders, can you think about this for a moment? Just think for a moment. One moment. Now, you could say we are an island, but we're not a island. We're a city known for parks. We're not an islander. I'm sorry. We are not an islander. We're known for parks, seaside, Thousand Acre Park, Beersley, Winfield, Newfield Park. Did you think about that before you decided to put the Islander name on your little uniform? I don't think they did. I don't know if they don't know the history of the team. Heck, you could even call it the Bluefish. The baseball team's not here. I don't think people would have had a problem with it. But no, they went with Islanders. Now, don't get me wrong. Islanders is catchy. They were an expansion team, 1973. They called themselves the Islanders because they're on Long Island. They played on Long Island. They're still playing on Long Island. But did you ever think for a moment and look at the history of our dear city of Bridgeport, Connecticut? Did you? I really don't know if you did, and if you did, you would know a little bit of the history of our fair city called Bridgeport, Connecticut. You would have known something. You, We would have told you something. We would have told you the history of Parks, B.T. Barnum, the history of it. You would have known something. Heck, you were here for 20 years. You should have been knowing something about the history of the city, except all the corruption that goes on here, democratically run, but that's another time. Did you ever put in the goddamn effort to know what, what the history of this city is? To change the name. So my point is, you should have gone out and know the history of the city. You should have. little research goes a long way. You didn't do that. And now, you're getting creamed by the media, including lifelong citizens like me. And you should have known better, being here for 20 years, knowing the history. But, like I said before, you wanted to brand it like the Islanders. Fine. But know your history first. That's what you should have done. That's your biggest mistake right there. And I think people would have forgiven you. I would have forgiven you if you would have named them uh, something else but the other than the South Tigers. It's only natural. 
But you should have looked at the history. History matters, folks. Should have known that. Now, there's no going back. There's no going back because the New York Jets changed their uniform colors. There's no going back for you not to change it back to whatever name you want to change it back because you are now and we are now engulfed in the history of the New York Islanders. Even though we were in the first place because the Islanders and now they've been here for 20 years and now they decided after 20 years to change the name. So we are really engulfed in being Islanders. I don't know about any name you could come with as far as parks are concerned. New York Rangers were taken. Here's another thing. The Hartford Wolfpack, under new ownership, changed their name to the Connecticut Whale. After a year or two, that didn't work out. So what happened? They changed it back to the Hartford Wolfpack mainly because they wanted to get away from being rangers because of the whole Madison Square Garden thing. But they changed it back because you know why? In their own little way, the wolf pack stuck with the city. I don't know. A lot of thought should have gone to naming the Bridgeport hockey team. They should have done something better than the Bridgeport Islanders. That's going to be a controversial thing for a long time. Changing the name after 20 years. That's going to be something that fans aren't going to get used to. Probably are right now. Are not used to it. So I say to the Islanders, think about a new name like PDQ. Think of a name that fits the city. Just think of the name. Bridgeport's nickname, the Park City. Think of a name that would really, really fit the city of Bridgeport. Instead of the Islanders. I know we're an island, but we're not on Long Island. Think about that. More after this. Now it's time to call some certain political party out. Because I see it every day on social media and you can only bite your tongue so many times. It's time to start calling out people, especially people along the right, that for four years knowingly and willingly accepted Donald Trump as their president. And now, for once, now, we could call them out as hypocrites. Now, think back last year around this time. What were we going through? A pandemic. We're still going through it. But things are getting better. And they're getting better because... We elected a president, no matter what political party or affiliation you're with, 
actually knew what he was doing. And now what we're seeing today and what we've been seeing for this man's presidency, they stood by, they say, any and anything that is an excuse to warrant what this man's doing. And they took it as gospel. So now it's time to tell conservatives, Republicans, people who are in masked and scandal, people who think that people are child traffickers, sex offenders, which one conservative Republican is right now. You can't go around and criticize a president for doing something. He gets off and trips up, going up a flight of stairs on Air Force One. Oh my God, that's an embarrassment. No, it's not. You know what's an embarrassment? Walking up Air Force One with a paper towel on your foot. That's an embarrassment. Here's another thing. We have this big oil crisis. A pipeline got hacked into by Russian hackers. All Republicans are saying, wow, I remember 1979, Jimmy Carter. We have to have long lines at the gas station to get gas. It was resolved. See, Republicans love to point the finger at Democrats because they didn't do shit for four years. They let a man run amok, do what he had to because of Twitter, which he's been banned from. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. And this would go into the corner in the fetal position and say, oh, what is he saying about me? And now, since they're no longer in charge, they're finding excuses for Biden. And let me say this. Under Biden, things are getting better. We're not out of the woods. The pipeline from the south to the northeast, there's gas coming through. But no, not the conservatives. They're blaming it on Biden. Can't blame the Russian hackers. It's not their fault. He fell down going up Air Force One. Oh, that's a disgrace. I'm ashamed that he's our president. You know, you should have been ashamed four years when Trump was in office because in the heading of experience, he had zilch. He had no experience to be president of the United States, and he had no experience to be a businessman. But he preaches the gospel to you, and he wants it back again. He wants to get back in the game so he can get his power back. And that's all Republicans are all about. They're not about legislating. They're not about passing new laws. Many moons ago, yeah, they were. But not now. They're not like that. They're out there going about saying what big conspiracy theories out there. This Democrat fucked the horse. I made that one up. This Democrat is in a threesome which involves a dog, a woman, a man, and a cat. I made that one up too. You know, when you're elected, you are supposed to legislate. What are your goddamn ideas? Instead of talking shit. You have none. You haven't had an idea since Dwight D. Eisenhower. And that was a great idea, as a matter of fact. But nobody, no Republican has an idea. And I'm not saying Democrats do either. But no Republican has zero ideas to how to get this country going in the right direction. And that's your job. 
That's what you're elected to do. But you don't care about that. You would rather sit there, stand there, and say, oh, this is a disgrace. But you sit there, and Biden falls on his legs on Air Force One and say, oh, I'm ashamed to be an American. You see what happened to Biden? You know what happened to Biden on that day? He got up, walked on Air Force One, and flew out of here. Donald Trump forgot to take the piece of paper out of his foot. Or it could have been toilet paper. Who knows? Honestly, I don't care. But conservatives look for an excuse. You did it to Liz Cheney. She's not in the leadership post because you want to follow a man who has a big lie up his sleeve. And that big lie is that a lie. That election was stolen from him. And it wasn't. You're inventing new laws on a lie. And the shameful part about it is the people in power believe in the bullshit. And you believe in the bullshit. You believe in the fact that the election was stolen from him. He lost. Fuck him. You all should start legislating. That's what you're elected to do. You're not elected to follow a lie. Because if you're going to follow a lie, a lie goes a long way for you to say, maybe, I mean maybe, there's a little truth to this. Here's some truth. In 2016, when he was running for president, his enormous Trump Taj Mahal was foreclosed on him. Foreclosed. Trump International in Atlantic City was demolished most recently. He's a lousy businessman. He doesn't pay people off. He owes so much money, he can't even get money. No bank in America would deal in Donald Trump. And you say, so what? Who cares? That doesn't matter. It matters to a lot of people who can't even get a loan because they have good to moderate to bad credit. And this guy's credit is shitty. You owe so much money to so many people, to so many banks, that they're willing to foreclose on you. You are a lousy businessman. Hell, he never paid his employees. He never paid his lawyers. He didn't pay anybody. And he doesn't plan on paying anyone. So why are you following him? Why are you kissing his ass? Why are you people following a man who doesn't deserve to be followed? Why? He stiffed Don Johnson. Don Johnson, the actor, he stiffed him out of putting his name and paying him on his racing boat. He stiffed him. Stiffed him out of money. Thousands of dollars, but he stiffed him. He stiffed so many people that when they see him and he says he has every friend in the world, they walk away from him. They don't want to deal with this man. But he says the election was stolen from him like he's five years old. You have to think he's telling the truth, huh? The states that elected him, he has to be telling the truth. And he has one American network, the news network, saying, hey, investigate this. There's nothing to be investigated. He lost. You should stop following a man who ultimately is a jerk. We elected him president. I didn't elect him, but we're America. We're one America, and we elected him 
because he had no experience. And some people thought it was a great idea to elect a man who was a businessman. And when a pandemic was on the verge of happening, he let it come through. So what happens now? People elected a Democrat to get this at least under control and things are moving in the right direction. So hopefully, hopefully we're on the verge of alleviating this pandemic. But Donald Trump, he should not be your concern. And conservatives out there, stop with the bullshit. Any little thing is Biden's fault. And I get that. You don't want a Democrat in charge of the country. I get that. But there are extenuating circumstances. Computer hackers in Russia. People tend to fall. People tend to get up. Computer hackers are found. We're getting oil through the pipeline. And that means gas is going into the pumps. You think that would have happened if Trump was president? Think about that. Instead of thinking of conspiracy theories and men who have sex with teenagers. Come on. Stop being a bitch and get on with your life. Start legislating. Start asking for good legislation instead of being a pissant for a guy who doesn't deserve to be in the position that he is in because he put us in this position and you're still making excuses for him. Back after this. <laughs> Here's a story I'm going to tell. About 10 years ago, I went to a hookah lounge with a female friend. Didn't work out. Let's just put it like that. And she had a little too much to drink. And talking to someone along across the way, she used the N-word at someone. Well, one of the security people there who took that very seriously, so to say, got offended by it. I was sitting there, and I was smoking the hookah and so forth. I'm wondering, I don't want to get thrown out of this place. It's about 2, 3, maybe 4 in the morning. I wanted to clear myself of this. But her excuse was, and and I, I was just dumbfounded by the excuse, is I'm not using the E-R in the N-word. I was using the A. The security guard didn't give a shit. He didn't. You use the N-word, and that's that. So my message to Latino people, whom have you, don't use the N-word. You don't own it. As a matter of fact, you don't rent it. You don't rent it at all. You don't even occupy it. You don't occupy it at all. So why do you say it? Why? It's a simple question. Why do you use a word that if it happens to white people, and it has, they ultimately get fired, they ultimately get reprimanded, have the go classes like anger management? So why do you use it? You have 
no reason to use it. None. But you use it anyway, like you have to use it. No, you don't. You don't have to refer to me as the N-word, because A, I don't like it, and B, it's not a word that a lot of people would think, you know, why are you calling me that? I'm not that. I wouldn't want to be called that by anybody. So why do you do it? Why do you Latinos use the N-word like it's secondhand? You know, their excuse is going to be, it's spelled different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter because in many years, I have never heard anybody use that word and say, huh. Never thought of this. They never thought of think of this. Would it offend anybody else? Would it offend anybody else? I would think it would. I experienced it. And her excuse was, oh, I'm spelling it and saying it differently. It doesn't matter. You said it. You said it. And now there has to be a consequence for that. The consequences is that we didn't get thrown out of the hookah lounge. By the way, the hookah lounge doesn't exist anymore. But that's not the point. The point is, is that people think that saying the N-word is automatic. Oh, we're allowed to say it. Uh-uh, you're not. Just the same way that Caucasian people called us spicks back in the day. Still do. You're going to be offended by that? I would think you would be. But you do not own the fact that you could say the N-word and not have repercussions happen to you. Say it amongst yourselves, fine. But it doesn't mean that you can blurtingly out say the N-word. Had that experience, never going to forget it. I didn't fear for my safety, my physical well-being. Just the fact seeing a person get offended by the N-word. For me, I see the pain of that word being used no matter how you say it no matter how you spell it no matter how you write it no matter how you post it on social media the n-word will always be the n-word we don't own the word we never did we never will we never are going to own that word so why say it i don't think you got any permission to say it anyway so latinos why say it? Why? Why say it? And ultimately have your physical well-being be affected by it. Don't you ever think about that circumstance? Don't you ever think about that when you say the N-word? No matter how you spell it or say it or put it on social media. You ever think of the consequences of saying that word? I don't think you do. Maybe in your own home. You could say it, not get it released out there to the whole world to see it or say it. But but use it on social media, say it in front of the whole world. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. I don't think it's something that I could do or say. Some people will. Some people might say, uh, it's fine. No, it's not. They understand. No, they don't. You know, the same way that... For years and years of B 
being called a spick and knowing that that was something that offended me as a Latino person and any other thing of wherever country that you're from or you're from, to be offended by that, being called that by a Caucasian person and using the N-word and thinking, oh, they gave us permission to say it. No, they didn't. Nobody told you to say it. No one. Nobody gave you carte blanche to say the N-word. And nobody, and I mean nobody, told you to say it. Use an offensive word like that constantly, thinking that it's fine. Remember back in the day when you were called a speck? How did you feel back then? How did you feel when somebody called you a speck? How did you feel. Didn't feel good, did it? It never felt good and never will feel good because it's ultimately a word that's offensive just as the N-word is. And we were being called that. And you're going to sit there from what I experienced, having them say the N-word that loud so a security guard could say, what are you saying to me? Who are you calling to me? And the person, the woman that said, no, 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 I'm not saying that way. I'm saying it this way. It offended people. It offended that guy. And it will always, I mean always, and stay in my mind no matter what. Controversial. Nine o'clock Wednesday. Check me out. Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you later.